Welcome to Aging in Style with me, Lori Williams. I'm an optimist by nature, and I believe you can follow your dreams at any age. My grandmother's journey with dementia ignited a passion in me to work with seniors. I've spent the past 13 years learning about seniors and aging. In my mid-50s, I followed my own dream and founded my company, where I use my expertise to help seniors locate housing and resources. On this podcast, we cover all aspects of aging. Join us each week to meet senior living experts and inspirational seniors who are following their dreams. The fact is, we're all aging, so why not do it in style? Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's show. We are talking about activities in communities, and that's one of the most important pieces of being in a community, um, especially one that is independent living and providing socialization and meals. And I was thinking about who is the best person to talk to you about this. And I thought my friend Rhonda Bedrick. So <laughs> thank you, Lori. <laughs> You're welcome. So I traveled over to Pinewood Hills and Flower Mound to talk to Rhonda um, because she in my opinion, and I would say probably everyone's opinion at Pinewood Hills, she puts so much effort and enthusiasm and passion into what she does every day and what she does for the seniors. And she's creative and just amazing. So you'll just you just have to meet her too. Um, and you will agree with me, I'm sure. <laughs> so Rhonda is the resident experience coordinator. That is her title. That I can never remember because <laughs> every community has a different title. So sometimes you might hear people re- refer to as activities directors, um, just activities or whatever. But Rhonda is resident experience coordinator and welcome Rhonda. Thank you. And thank you for inviting me to be on the podcast today. I am very honored, well, very honored. And I'll just tell you, uh, don't worry about calling me REC, Resident Experience Coordinator, Activities Director. Just think of me as Julie, the cruise ship director, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's so funny. You said that earlier and I'm like, yep, we're the love boat people. We, we remember. <laughs> absolutely. We remember the love boat from that generation. For absolutely. Sure. That's exactly what you do. Or like you said earlier, sort of like when you go to Mexico and go to the all-inclusive resorts where you go there, you know, for the food, you go there for the experience, the activities, dancing by the pool and, you know, all that stuff. That's what you do. Right. And you might even sing out and say, oh, cabana boy or girl, (laughs) you know, depending on. (laughs) That's very true. So many of the residents will holler at me and say, oh, Rhonda. And I'm like, yes, love. What can I do for you? <laughs> so we have a great time here at Pinewood Hills. It's all about life and living it to the fullest. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a retirement community. Just because it's a retirement community doesn't mean we're sitting on the front porch in the rocking chairs. And so. y'all aren't. Every time I'm <laughs> up here, there's a lot going on. So it's it's a lot of fun. So Rhonda, tell us about your background because you did not always work in senior living. You had a whole different career and then made a change um, a little bit later on in life. So tell us about your background okay so i am a jack of all trades you might say a master of none (laughs) even though several people tell me i'm right where i'm supposed to be and this is definitely my calling and Mm -hmm. for that i'm truly grateful because i believe that yeah i believe this is your calling yeah definitely took me a little while to get here but i'm so glad i got here you know it's kind of like 
all those folks that are not Texans, but they figured it out, hurry up and get here? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's who you are for activities. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So, um, goodness sakes, I was a military spouse uh, for 18 years. We traveled with the Air Force every two to three years. Um, My husband was in the Air Force. Uh, We were married very, very young, Mm -hmm. and we grew up together and grew up in the Air Force and had three children along the way that are now all grown, living their lives, got four grandkids, so (laughs) proud of them as well. Uh, And along the way, goodness sakes, I've worked in a cashier's cage, um, worked for an electrical contractor for many, many years, uh, doing a lot of bartering, you might say. (laughs) I was a purchasing agent for Mm -hmm. him, and I learned a lot about construction. And uh, believe it or not, I love architecture. And I came to love that when I worked for the electrical contractor. And just to be able to see all the pieces come together Mm -hmm. and the end result to be this beautiful building it's just amazing even a parking lot with parking lights you know they're so decorative now or back in those days and nowadays even more so um so went from there and we actually did a few years of full-time rving my husband and i after the children were all gone um either they went in the air force or they married or was off to college whatever Mm -hmm. um and then uh we had a few little tragedies in our family that kind of took us off the road and thought that was not the place where we should be at that time. Uh, Then, uh, many years before that, I had met this phenomenal woman uh, that I will never, ever forget in my entire life. Um, She's such a cheerleader to those, to each and every one that she meets. Mm -hmm. And um, she had the number one consulting firm in Texas for home health, hospice, and private pay. Uh And with that, uh, we had our clients were agencies, um, Mm -hmm. and we helped them remain uh, constantly in compliance with state and federal regulations. Uh, We had nurses, uh, field nurses, that would go and do their chart audits, do consulting. Uh, So that kind of got you into the whole senior living world with that job. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was a little piece that brought me closer to it, for sure. Mm -hmm. Learned a lot about the home health side, hospice side. Mm -hmm. And private pay as well. Um, So my role was um, events and education manager for that company. So I did a lot of traveling. I was on the road a lot, uh, setting up conferences and seminars. Uh, We would provide educational opportunities for continuing nursing education, Mm -hmm. continuing CEUs, continuing education Mm -hmm. units uh, for administrators of those agencies, as well as the RNs that needed to keep up there Mm -hmm. so many credit hours every year right with you know with all that I can see how all your experience has kind of all come together because everything you've talked about is all that you do here at Pinewood Hills as an activity planning yes Yes. and then all your military experience while you do so many things for the veterans here also I I got you now yes girl that's right (laughs) we love our veterans Mm -hmm. for sure and we're so proud of every year being able to sponsor that event Mm -hmm. our annual veterans event yeah uh, that Jackie Archer with Advanced Rehab Trust Mm -hmm. um, heads up and we're so grateful for her and what that brings to our community to our veterans Mm -hmm. in Denton County. Exactly. Because we do keep it here in Denton County, for sure. Um, So, yeah, I worked with that company, and it wasn't a job. 
I was so honored. It was a career that I loved. Mm -hmm. um, but as time goes on, life changes, and our company started changing. And um, I just felt like that that wasn't where I should be in my life anymore. My husband, Tom, uh, he works here at Pinewood Hills as well. He's been here for over 12 years mm -hmm. um, as the transportation specialist. <laughs> um, he's our bus driver, and mm -hmm. he has the holiday touch, as they used to refer to back in the day. Mm -hmm. He loves the residents. He cares he for them. He truly... Um, keeps their safety in mind at all times. He takes them to their doctor's appointments, takes them shopping, takes them wherever they need to be. And he doesn't just drop them off at the door. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of communities, the bus driver doesn't walk the resident to the door. They don't remain with them. They don't make sure that they're at the right appointment or the right location. Mm -hmm. Tom does that. He will not leave them until he knows that they are safely where they're supposed to be. Yeah. So he is to be commended. He is mm -hmm. one of a kind for sure. Um, so anyways, with that being said, when I would have some time off and wasn't traveling uh, with my previous career, I would come over to Pinewood Hills and help out with special events or maybe go on an outing on the bus with the residents. And over time, I got to know all the residents. Mm -hmm. I was known as Tom's wife, <laughs> and um, they they love me and adore me, and I'm grateful for that. Uh, my grandparents had passed on several, several years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, my parents have also gone, so kind of felt like an orphan for a while with you know, no, no yeah. elders in the family mm -hmm. per se. Now you have all um, of these. Now, I love you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm so blessed because I don't come to work. I come to see family. Y'all are going to hear that so much because uh, we did a Facebook live mm -hmm. and I told Lori, you know, our friends become family and it's our Pinewood Hills family, mm -hmm. you know, be it our associates or be it our residents, you know, so. Yeah. So how long have you been at Pinewood? Wood Hills now. Uh, it seems I'm, like forever. I know, right? I feel like I've been here forever. <laughs> but as an actual associate, mm -hmm. that means paid. <laughs> Not that it's all about the money. Please don't think that mm -hmm. at all, because it's about servanthood for me. It really, truly is. Um, I'm going into my third year. Wow. Yeah, and that time has passed very quickly. It has. Especially with COVID-19, coronavirus. Yeah. Our life has changed, and we've had to we'll, uh, yeah. regroup. Exactly. We'll talk more about yes. that, too, and yeah. how COVID's affected. Right. Yeah. So so you came here three years ago. Yeah, almost three years ago. Uh -huh. And I have to tell you that uh, for a year and a half, I kept saying, what the heck am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> what the heck am I doing? But I am truly grateful to be here. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, one day you're just kind of going along and, and you get that slap upside the head or, you know, the good Lord above says, hey, I got you right where you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And you say, thank you. Thank you you so much for yeah. putting me where where my heart is and where I am supposed to be and where I can serve and serve our seniors and you know so many of them don't necessarily have family that are close by mm -hmm. and you form those bonds with them and they are your family yeah. so you walk through the door and you get to visit family every day that's right and you do you have like a, a bright light about you whenever you come in here you really do thank you Lori it's just, you know, you can just, people are drawn to you, seniors Aww. are drawn to you, and you can just tell that this is your passion and yep. you love being here. You're not just saying, oh, I'm setting up bingo. You're like, we're playing bingo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to holler with? They're winning. <laughs> 
That's right. That's well, and um, we do more than bingo, you do. sister. I know that probably house. wasn't a good example because okay. y'all do some amazing <laughs> things. So, well, and that being said, tell us about a typical day here at Pinewood okay. Hills. So a typical day, we start our day off with a take 10 with our associates. We want to make sure that we're all on the same uh, level that day. Everybody's aware if there's a resident that has a special need, mm-hmm. uh, if we had a resident that's at risk, you know, for some reason, uh, they might need a wellness check. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about checking in on our seniors and making sure that they're okay during this time because with COVID-19, isolation, depression, mm-hmm. uh, we're battling these items. Yeah. And I should also say, if I didn't earlier, this is an all-inclusive independent living. Yes, we are. Which means that they provide three meals a day. They do activities. Everything's all included. Transportations provided. So it is still independent living. Absolutely. They can be as active or as inactive as they want to be. But (laughs) we encourage them to engage. Uh, We invite uh, you know, if if we have a senior that just doesn't want to participate, always try to find out the reason. There's mm-hmm. always a reason. You know, they might not be having a good day. They might not be physically able to get up and come to exercise class. So maybe we need to adapt to where they can come to exercise class, but they're not standing. They may only can do a sit-down exercise you know, mm-hmm. so we always want to be able to adapt to their need. There's always a workaround, no matter Absolutely. what. No is not in our vocabulary, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Maybe later, but not no. <laughs> right? So getting back to an, uh, a typical day here at Pinewood Hills for activities, uh, starting off with our Take 10, so all the associates are on board. And if there is a special need, we want to make sure and address that. If there's a birthday, a resident has a birthday, we want to make sure that Kitchen's aware of it and we bring them an ice cream sundae. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a volunteer resident in the community that goes around and puts up these fantastic flyers that I printed and created or created and printed some time ago, but she wanted to have a purpose. So I was like, well, how about you do this on birthdays? And she's like, I love that. So she makes sure the evening before mm-hmm. that resident's birthday, that flyer is on their door. And when they get up that next day, they know that they matter. Someone thought of them. It's their birthday and we're yeah. going to celebrate them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I line up the other staff members and say, okay, we're singing bir- happy birthday today. Grab your hats and let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, so we want those residents to know that they matter to us at all times. <clears throat> so that's a birthday event. And um, then we have exercise classes on Tuesdays and Friday mornings. We want to encourage the residents because if you're not using that body and moving it, you're going to lose it. And we really want to emphasize that on all times, mm-hmm. as well as we do brain health. You know, we may do a simple brain game, be it a word phrase, and see how many words we can make out of that phrase. It's very, very simple, but we're exercising the brain cells. You know, when you sit in your apartment and you watch mindless TV, the brain is just, it's consuming all that garbage, but it's not really taking it in. You know, it's just kind of sitting there and there's a void going on. So then the rest 
the cognitive becomes null, mm-hmm. you know, and we don't want that ever. No. As a senior, there are s- so many activities that they can partake in, be it socially, be it uh, mind, engaging the mind, be it engaging the body, getting the body moving. We want to keep those spirits up. Well, and, and, you know, I think it's interesting, and especially, I mean, COVID, and we'll talk mm-hmm. about this later, but COVID has changed things. Mm-hmm. However, I walked in here today, and I walked in. <laughs> we were having a party, Lori. I'm so glad you showed up. <laughs> they were. So, like, there's in, in an area, the, the atrium area, they had the residents six feet apart with their masks on mm-hmm. and then they had a gentleman um playing music room. who mm-hmm. was he was amazing yep. he had them up dancing and singing and getting a little crazy <laughs> yes it was a room full of crazy women it was all the women yeah i was a little bit like whoa where am i <laughs> yeah but mr but it, paul anderson does that oh, he moves gosh. them mm-hmm. he goes straight to the core mm-hmm. um he is a, a vegas show that's what I always call him. And He's we amazing. Just, we adore him. He gets them moving physically. If they can't truly get up and move, um, you know, full body, they're sitting in those chairs doing the twist, you know, they moving were. around. Yeah. Yeah. Blueberry Hill. Then oh, they went yeah. crazy on that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Clapping and yeah. dancing around. But and you know, the fun alive. thing, the fun thing also is, okay, so you had that going on. And then in your activity <laughs> room, you yeah. had a whole group of people yeah. playing a game. Farkle. They were Farkle. playing Farkle, which is a game of dice, you know, and yeah. then we also have a resident, we have a resident computer in our activity room too. And we've got some pretty... Uh, tech savvy folks here mm-hmm. at Pinewood Hills, you know, so um, they're always learning, be it engaging the brain or engaging the body. Yeah. They're moving, they're learning. Um, so we've got all that going on. The atrium is full of activity. Activity rooms got our Farkle bunch, and then we've got a resident that's on the computer over here. She loves Amazon, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say that. <laughs> Uh, I do too. Yeah, right. I know who doesn't (laughs) these days. Yeah, so we always want to be alive. Yeah. You know, when you come in the front door of Pinewood Hills, we want people to know that there is life in here. This is not a nursing home. We're all inclusive and it's independent retirement Mm -hmm. living. And you have to get past, and I have people say this to me all the time. I saw people with walkers. Oh my goodness. Okay. (laughs) They're, They're using a walker to remain independent yes absolutely yeah, yeah. and it doesn't that mean they're in a nursing home they're using that to to get around and yeah. still maintain their independence yeah. exactly we'll look at our little residents today that she gets up with her walker and she's dancing away with me absolutely that's that doesn't enable that uh or that doesn't allow someone not to do something mm-hmm. it does enable them to it still does. keep going by all yeah. means yeah. you know as long as the mind is telling them they can do it mm-hmm. by golly's do it Absolutely. And so what? You can't walk like you used to. Well, you know, thank God we have devices that allow us to remain independent. Yeah, I thank the good Lord above every day that I can still get up out of that bed on my own Mm -hmm. and keep going. And when the day comes, if it does come, that I have to have a little assistance with a rollator, walker, whatever it may be, a cane. I'm still going to get up and move on. I just got a buddy to take with me, right? That's right. Yeah. (laughs) And those buddies, you can dance with those buddies. You can exercise with those buddies. You can play cards. You can holler bingo. Life doesn't stop just because you have to have 
something to assist you to no, get around. And you with. still are independent. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and, and that's something I want people to yeah, understand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, okay, so we had a full day going this afternoon. Yes, you did. So much moving on. And I think we might have even had a card game upstairs in the game room yeah. happening too. So. so really, honestly, as we're talking, there is no typical day here. No. Because there's always something different, some kind of game. Mm. Like I was here yesterday and there was a group wee bowling. Yeah. And Every day we do wee bowling. I'll tell you what, I'm still shocked <laughs> that um, one of the gentlemen, he bowled a 299. Yeah. Yeah. My one goodness. point away from a perfect game of 300. <laughs> and of course, we awarded Mr. Frank, we have a beautiful certificate sitting up there that, and he doesn't mind showing that off. Oh, and I'm I sure don't he mind, doesn't. <laughs> I don't mind showing that off either because that is quite an accomplishment for someone that is in their late. 80s and he's not sitting in the chair mm-hmm. with the wee bowling he's actually getting up throwing the wee bowler you know the little handle mm-hmm. that you bowl with you know so it's almost as if we're at the bowling alley throwing a bowling ball yeah he's and moving yeah he's up and moving so they're getting it uh, the exercise mm-hmm. that is needed and, for and sure. some were seated because yeah. they have walkers but they they're still moving they're yeah. moving their arm they're still participating and yeah. uh, we had also talked about yesterday and i love this about y'all um your beanbag baseball oh yeah <laughs> Tell us about beanbag baseball and your amazing Pinewood Hills. What are y'all called again? We are the Pinewood Hills Panthers. Yes. Okay, so I'm I'm a baseball girl. Love our Texas Rangers. Definitely. But I have a very special place in my heart for our Pinewood Hills Panthers. We have our mascot. We have our T-shirts. And we are very competitive here. Yes, you are. (laughs) You know, just because you age doesn't mean that the competitive spirit goes away and our seniors they love playing beanbag baseball they're they're getting up they're moving they're throwing beanbag uh, balls baseballs down at a board it's very similar to cornhole in case mm-hmm. y'all aren't familiar with beanbag baseball but holiday retirement actually um was coined for this game itself they more or less brought that into oh, really? the retirement uh, communities yeah 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 so we're competitive we play against other communities and the state of louisiana that miss laurie is originally from yes actually has a state competition did you know that girlfriend no, i did yes. not know that <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. i had the opportunity to go visit one of our other properties uh summerfield estates mm-hmm. out uh there shreveport right at shreveport yeah. yeah right outside of shreveport and they were paying their 500 hundred dollar fee to enter beanbag tournaments statewide wow yeah so it's a big deal you know, yeah. I, I haven't investigated if Texas has that yet, but... Um, it may be on hold because yeah, of COVID. Yeah, definitely with yeah. COVID. We've had to put our beanbag baseball on just for the disinfecting sanitation. Yeah. You know, because those little beanbags are cloth and we want to make sure we're not transporting any mm-hmm. any type of uh, coronavirus mm-hmm. uh, with but each I, other. But I think what I think is so fun about it is that, you know, pre-COVID... Y'all would go and compete against other communities, yeah. and I think how fun! <laughs> yeah, we did. How fun is that? And y'all won. Yeah, we won against one community, but we lost against oh, another. No. But that's okay. That's all right. We'll get them next time. We will get them next time. But yeah, it is so great because our uh, residents, our seniors, they go to other communities and they're meeting other seniors. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're building those bonds with folks that live in other retirement communities, and we actually 
not only beanbag baseball gone to other communities, we have gone out on joint outings. Mm-hmm. Um, That's fine. <clears throat> we have a sister property, the Bentley, located in Dallas, mm-hmm. and we all gathered and met at the Dallas Arboretum um, a year and a half ago. Uh, went for the tulips and the flowers blooming. We had a picnic together. Our residents from two communities came together, and before you knew it, we've got lifelong friendships going on. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, I love it, you know, and if we, and by the way, we go to Windstar when we're no longer in Corona, uh, COVID-19 protocols. Uh, we go to Windstar, and we take our gamblers up there, <laughs> and we might pick up a few of those from a different community also. So we're building more relationships there and it's hard to make friendships when you're young it's harder when you're older and it can be quite a challenge when you're a senior and you're moving into a new community you know you've lived in your home for all these years you've known your neighborhood your neighbors and then all of a sudden here you go you're moving into a retirement community and you really don't know anybody so we have a group that we refer to as our ambassadors our ambassadors are other seniors that serve seniors in our Mm -hmm. community and all our holiday properties and it's my job to kind of get to know our new resident and to pair them up with an ambassador that ambassador is going to look out for them They're going to make sure that they're settling in, as well as I do that, Mm -hmm. too. But this is my buddy that I'm taking to meet, and they become buddies Mm -hmm. as well. Because it's easier to have someone go with you instead of, like, you know, walk into a room. I think, you know, everyone kind of feels a little awkward when you walk into a room of people you don't know, and they all know each other. So that is beautiful to have that program. It is. And, you know, I try to pair them up and find commonalities between Mm -hmm. those individuals. You know, if it's couples, we're going to pair couples. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's a gentleman, we're pairing a gentleman and a woman with another woman. And if they live pretty close to each other in the same corridor, same floor, whatever, I always want to try and do that. But mostly finding the same interests, because if they have those same interests, they're going to be more than willing to invite them. Hey, you like to play bingo? Let's go play bingo. Oh, we've got a book of the month club. We meet in the library on the first Wednesday of every month. Come and join me. I'll come pick you up and I'll show you where the library is. I know Rhonda toured you, but there's so many things that you're grasping when you first come into the community and just learning your way around. It takes multiple times you know, to walk. This, mm-hmm. this, it's a big, big community. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is. We're not as big as some, but we're a lot bigger than that house that our resident came from mm-hmm. or a small apartment wherever they might yeah. have come from. But anyways, um, that's kind of just a hand-holding uh, relationship. You know, mm-hmm. we want to be able to invite them to the dining room and um, the associates you know, we may think that we live here, but we're not here 24-7. So it helps having another resident that is here and knows the experiences mm-hmm. and, and the challenges that they might have to meet along the way as well. Yeah. You know, you, it's always great to have someone show you the ropes wherever you go and Absolutely. whatever you're doing, right? Well, and <laughs> we were um, we did a Facebook Live here yesterday showing off all the Christmas <laughs> decorations. Oh, yes. and, and I thought that was so sweet how you had one resident decorate it, the door of another one who couldn't yeah. do it yeah. so I mean I think that's really like you said they're neighbors helping neighbors and they really truly are yeah they definitely are and you know as the REC or the resident experience coordinator activity director whatever you'd like to refer to it it's not just about 
planning a calendar, putting the activities out there. It's so much more because you're building those bonds and those relationships Mm -hmm. with our seniors, and you're bringing other seniors into that. It's the friendships, and it's lifelong friendships, you know, because people live a lot longer these days. They do. You know, we're not just, you know, 50, 60, and that's it. We've got residents. uh, At one time, our oldest resident celebrated their 105th birthday here. I remember that. And Miss Evelyn had quite the birthday birthday party I will tell you um, so we're building a relationship that can last for some of our residents you know 40 years if you really mm-hmm. think about it as somebody comes in because our retirement age is 55 here in our community um, and if they live to be in their mid 90s you're you're looking at 40 years yeah. right um, we've got a resident right now that um, 97 98 years old she shows up to everything there is to do. Wow. And um, she's recently been diagnosed with a, a very severe medical issue. But she's not going to let that put her down one single bit. She's at exercise class. She loves to dance. Um, she loves the socialization. You know, uh, they come to me and right now in coronavirus, COVID-19 protocols, we're not doing our happy hours, our social hours. You know, we don't want to be uh, exchanging a bottle of wine. If someone chooses, they want to drink a glass of wine. We don't want that sharing going on as well as food, you know, because we could certainly, if if it was there, we could certainly uh, exchange it with our neighbor if we're exchanging food and drink or whatever. So we're very much, we're very adamant, sometimes feel like parents, you know, with our children saying, okay, y'all can't be doing that. (laughs) Our residents, bless them, they do understand and they're so good at understanding that. Let's talk a little bit about COVID and changes that you've had to make here. So obviously not going out on excursions like you were, not having the happy hour and the parties because, you know, you can't do like the little, kind of do like buffet food. Right, no buffet for sure. Mm -hmm. So tell us some of your other changes. Okay, so we still wanted our residents to be active. Um, So with that being said, we can do exercise class in the doorway. You know, Mm -hmm. we'll go down the halls. We can take our loudspeaker, our PA system. I've got a little boom box if we want to dance. Many times, the other staff will tell you, Rhonda's on the loudspeaker saying, all associates, meet me in the hallway. Get those residents to the doors. You know, so they're in the threshold and we're dancing. We're exercising. We're doing the YMCA. We're doing the chicken dance. We're doing whatever we're doing to get them up and moving from that chair that they've become so accustomed to sitting in in front of that TV. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, we're doing that. Uh, We have hallway activities. We might be playing putt-putt golf or something (laughs) in that. You know, just in a small environment because we were limited on the number of residents per activity uh, just to maintain uh, our contact tracing, you know. So um, this was really like more your early days of COVID. Yeah, this was our early days. And I know that you really, um, you really shown I thought because you thought outside the box and some of the things you were doing did y'all do like doorway bingo or something like that uh, some you? of our other communities were uh-huh. doing that and we just yeah. take on yes yeah. we do that yeah. y'all are so creative <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh yeah or just uh-huh. go down the hallway and say hey what are you doing you know mm-hmm. let's sit and chat you know yeah. just to get them up and still socializing, mm-hmm. socializing with each other yeah that was so and keep important. them from depression because yeah. I know 
in the beginning when we were all locked down, it was mm-hmm. hard on everyone, but yeah. especially a senior who's moved here because they want socialization and now they have to yeah. stay in their apartment, can't even go down to meals. So yeah, exactly. That was early days. Of course, things yeah. have loosened up now. And, and then we had those residents that were new in our community. You know, oh, they would yeah. come in and they would have to quarantine in their apartments where they couldn't necessarily come to that doorway and be exercising. But we were doing our wellness checks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the meals, um, because they weren't able to go to the dining room because of those protocols, we were delivering meals and twice a day we were bringing snack carts around Mm -hmm. that was our wellness check so we had activity carts we were bringing coloring pages puzzles games crafts for them to do in their apartment Mm -hmm. you know or sit in the doorway and we can all do that together we're just a little bit distanced Mm -hmm. from each other and if we have to speak up a little bit we have to speak up a little bit and if that's not working we get the mobile PA system and they talk (laughs) on the microphone and we can sanitize the microphone after we touched it right so there's always workarounds Mm -hmm. always there's never a no yeah and I know um, because I got to participate in it it was really fun Um, you organized an Easter parade yes and we we got to go around the building that was one of the most fun things that I think I've ever done just to see their faces and they um, were able to sit outside a lot of the apartments have patios or balconies and there's one lady I took a picture of her and she had a sign Mm -hmm. that just said thank you and she was so precious just and I'm like no thank you this is so much fun for us Uh, on that day I had three residents come up, and y'all, I don't want to cry, (laughs) but for a resident to come up after being in COVID-19 in isolation and to tell you, thank you, that they matter, Mm -hmm. and three residents walked up after that parade that day and said, thank you, we matter. You know, yeah. and, and everybody went around the building, and we went around many times. We had so many cars. Oh it was gosh, amazing because I was at the front of the line, and it just I kept seeing cars more and more arrive. I'm like, oh my goodness! Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> and we did a second parade. We did a Memorial Day Fourth of July yeah. or whatever. I can't remember which one. Fourth of July. Fourth of July. Came to that one too. That's right. Fourth of July parade. But it it just let the residents know that they hadn't been forgotten. Yeah. And and when they say thank you for knowing they matter that's what it was mm-hmm. because they felt like they couldn't see their families yeah excuse me um they couldn't have any interaction with those families unless it was via zoom call or skype or um you know over their cell phone or sure. whatever but just to be able to see their so, families it had been probably like a month since they had actually seen yes. other people and even though it was right. from a distance yep. and we were in our cars i know i was hanging mm-hmm. out of my sunroof right. <laughs> we loved and um but you know they they got to see us and to see their faces and it was fun for us too i mean it was was we had a blast we had a blast you Mm -hmm. know and the easter bunny made a appearance and we had a minion and (laughs) all those good things and our fourth of july parade was led by um a couple folks on horses and you know we are so blessed in our community Mm -hmm. of flower mound and Louisville and highland village because when you put the word out there 
I mean, I reached out to you, Lori, and said, hey, I'd like to do a drive-by. Mm -hmm. And what did you do? You you reached out to your neighborhood <laughs> and your community, you know, the exterior community, as I always say, of Pinewood Hills. And those lovely folks came together and brought such joy to our residents. Yeah, and joy to them, too. Yeah. It was just a really, um, you know, beautiful experience, I think. And, and I, I do think too. that's important with yeah. any senior community. I think it's important for the surrounding community yeah, to get involved. Yeah, yeah it it's is. so important. It definitely is. And I know during non-COVID yes. times, yes. <laughs> you do have, like from all the schools around here, the Boy yeah. Scouts, the Girl Scouts, the orchestras, because I know I've come up here with my daughter with mm -hmm. all those groups. <laughs> oh, and we have, we have wonderful volunteers. Yeah, uh, Tom and Diane, I'm just gonna do a shout out for them. Uh, they come on Monday afternoon afternoons and they do a brain game mm -hmm. where we're taking a word phrase and trying to see how many words we can make out of that phrase uh, they play Farkle mm -hmm. you know and that's an outside connection for our residents you know it's not all about connecting necessarily inside the community but also connecting outside the mm -hmm. community, be it volunteering at the library or maybe going out and helping at the animal shelter. Yeah. You know, that gives our residents purpose and they're being uh, helpful in our community mm -hmm. and they still have those connections with mm -hmm. neighbors, outside neighbors. That is something we've um, actually did a podcast all about purpose, that yeah. we all need purpose no matter what our age. Purpose. And that purpose can look different from for each person, yeah. whether it's just, you know volunteering at an animal shelter or mm -hmm. helping a neighbor whatever it may be yeah so. and we want to continue to always yes. give our residents strength purpose and belonging and i'll let y'all in that's what they a uh, little secret that's what they give to me every day so strength purpose strength and belonging. purpose and belonging that's right that's beautiful that is right yep so what about i was asked people this question okay. but um and i know because you've met mm -hmm. so many seniors but yeah. is there like one or two that stand out as just really inspirational they really touched you yeah absolutely there are there's so many of them i can't even narrow mm -hmm. it down to one or two to be honest <laughs> with you um we we definitely have those seniors that come into the community and they feel like they've just been left you know, for some reason or other, they couldn't stay in their home anymore, and they were alone. They didn't have outside contacts, and they weren't social little butterflies. Um, but, you know, they come into the community, and with encouragement, they come out of those cocoons. <laughs> they start to shine, yeah. and before you know it, they are the social butterfly. They're going to be the one at the front door inviting you to come on into Pinewood Hills. They're going to find out what your name is and what you're all about, mm -hmm. yeah, and they gave them a reason to get up that yeah, day absolutely. a purpose you know but um i do have a couple residents in particular that um they do have medical issues challenges that they face every day um be it getting up and being able to function you might say if uh it's a challenge that they've had for some time in mm -hmm. life uh be it multiple sclerosis or some illness that did attack their body um but those are the ones that inspire me to see what they're up against and they don't let that stop them whatsoever. 
they get up, they get their self-dressed, they show up to exercise class. So what if they can't stand up and hold that chair? By gollies, they're sitting in that chair and they are moving that waist mm -hmm. and they're moving those arms and they've got that neck moving and they're smiling. They're so full of joy. Mm -hmm. And their joy ends up being over here in their neighbor next chair, yeah. you know, because they see how happy they are and to realize we're not all dealt that same deck of cards, mm -hmm. right? But to be able to face it each and every day and not give up because yeah. it'd be so easy to just throw your hands up in the air and say, I'm done. Yeah, poor me. Yeah, yeah. woe mm -hmm. is me, you know, mm -hmm. the pity party, that sort of thing. But they don't. They live life to the fullest. And you know what? Just because you're 60, 70, 80, 90, 105 years old, mm -hmm. there's a lot of life to still be lived. Yeah. There really, truly is. And uh, those are the ones that inspire me, the ones that have challenges, but they meet those challenges and they keep going. They don't give up. Mm -hmm. They're survivors. Yeah, exactly. They are survivors. I so. love that. That's awesome. Thank and, you. you know, I think people sometimes don't think about this. You know, some people, anyone, yeah. maybe it takes them what takes you, what, what does it take, a minute to get dressed in the morning? Yeah. Maybe it takes them 20 minutes yeah. to get dressed. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's it's tough. They're out of breath. They're putting effort yeah. into it. How easy would it be just to say, you know, I'm just going to stay in bed? But, no, they get up. They put that effort in. They get dressed. And, like they you said. They show up. Yeah. They show up. That's right. That they put more effort yeah. into it, but they're still showing yeah. up. Well, they're showing up because they still have a purpose in life. Absolutely. And that's their outlook. You know, it's mm -hmm. all about the positivity. And that's what we want to mm -hmm. reflect is to be positive, mm -hmm. you know when you breed negativity it does you no good whatsoever yeah. it takes a lot of energy to be negative but my gosh the energy you get from being positive and knowing that you have a reason to get up and live every day mm -hmm. and that is just shared with the rest of the residents in our Pinewood Hills, mm -hmm. you know. And and we have those residents that they are there at every activity. They bring such joy. They're constantly smiling, and they encourage their neighbors. And that's mm -hmm. what's very, very important. Yeah. That sense of community. They look out for each other. You know, I stand in awe of them. They may have a little text group, and they check on each other every day all day long or they may say hey let's meet down on the front porch and let's sit in the rocking chairs for a while mm -hmm. let's go for a walk we sit on 22 acres here with the green belt behind us and it's beautiful there's a walking path and several times somebody will say hey let's go for a walk the sun's shining it's a beautiful day so it's all about building those bonds and you never mm -hmm. know when you're make, going to make a new friend yeah absolutely you know? so well, Rhonda, thank you so much. Thank and, you. you know, everyone listening now, you um. know why I wanted to interview <laughs> Rhonda, because she has a um. lot of energy. She's so positive, And she is... Um, it's all about servanthood and love, yeah. just sharing the love with your fellow man. Mm -hmm. And the Lord has blessed me to be here. And I, for that, I'm forever grateful. And, and thank is, you, Holly Day. <laughs> it is your passion, Thank you. Rhonda. It definitely it just, is my it, passion. It shines through. So, yeah. um, so I hope this is kind of shown the light on to, <laughs> right. to use since I'm saying shining yeah. shown the light on to what um, activities are like in a senior living community and that um, you know 
don't be afraid of moving in and thinking I'm never going to meet a friend. How is this going to work? I feel awkward walking down to the dining room. This is what their job is, whether you're called a resident experience coordinator or activities person, Mm -hmm. whatever it may be. And that's what this person, what they do. They're going to introduce you to other seniors. They're going to help you transition. And it's, it's not something to to really hold you back to you know and and I'm afraid that's what some people do they just get scared about the whole idea and it's nothing to be scary I mean Rhonda is not scary at all (laughs) (laughs) no I'm going to challenge them I'm going to challenge them you know one thing I wanted to highlight on Mm -hmm. is our uh, painting with friends group Oh, yeah. This is something that uh, we started in our community um, because we had a resident that had never painted and always wanted to, but had no clue how to go about it. Well, we all know in this day and age, there's YouTube, there's Pinterest, there's anything and everything that can give us guidance Mm -hmm. and teach us how to do things. Um, And there's also books, and I'm always game for learning something new as well. Sure. Um, So I said, okay, we're gonna get oils and acrylics and paintbrushes and canvases, and by gollies, there's a picture we can go by. We don't have to be an artist to Mm -hmm. start with, but we end an artist. And I would like to say that my heart is so full of joy because out of just bringing a a canvas and a paintbrush and some um, oil paints out, one of our residents turned into the most phenomenal artist you could ever believe. Wow. I am so honored to be able to display our artwork. And we do. If you come take a tour of Pinewood Hills, you're going to see some of that beautiful artwork. I took a picture, and I will share it, of the artwork, because it is amazing. Yes. So that's just one aspect, you know. I I think also, Rhonda, that's another thing. If you're at home mm-hmm. and you're not socializing and you're thinking I want to I want to paint I'd like to know how odds are you're not going to go buy no, all the stuff and try not. it on your own but no. if you're with a group of other people whether it's just three or four other people yeah. and the community is going to go get everything you're going to try it yeah and that's what we do yeah. you know if there's mm-hmm. no cost to our residents mm-hmm. I mean that's part of the package it's all inclusive you know your activities now mind you when we go on some outings there might be a small sure. fee or if we're doing a lunch bun or evening meal out um, yeah the residents are going to do that and I always keep in mind they are on a limited budget some of them so we're not going to be doing some extravagant five-star restaurant you know um, we're going to keep that in I mind I remember y'all went out to Paula Dean's restaurant <laughs> we did, when we, she oh and met God. her <laughs> we did we were so oh my gosh it was just phenomenal so I had called to make the reservation for our group the evening before and uh, we got there the next morning, and we, I think we probably had 27 residents. No, it was right at 21 residents. And then we had uh, two cars that came with some family members as mm-hmm. well. So it might have ended up being 27 of us. Yeah. Paula Dean met us at the front door. She took the time and took photos. She would take a single photo with a resident, and she took group photos. She gave us free appetizers. She came over and asked how the food was. She sat down and ate with some of our residents. (laughs) I'm telling y'all, she is phenomenal. That's amazing. We were honored. We were blessed. We were in awe. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, she's famous after all. I know. <laughs> yeah, so that was a great day out. So you never know what's going you to never come know. around when you hang out with us at Pinewood Hills. <laughs> you know, we, we go to the ballet, we do the theater, we do movies, we're doing museums, Arboretum, uh, Windstar. And if somebody says, hey, I'd like to do this, it's on my bucket list. Well, heck yeah, we're going to do it. Mm -hmm. And I'll leave you with this as far as a bucket list item. We had a resident uh, a year and a half ago come to me and said, I'd never ridden a train. I'd never ridden the dart train. And I said, well, you know what? I haven't either, but we're going to do it. So we had to put fear to the side. (laughs) (laughs) Our bus drove us down to the little Louisville Depot. We rode that train and we changed trains at Trinity Mills. And we rode the dart right to downtown Dallas. The bus picked us up and we went and we had an awesome lunch at uh, everything was organic. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm always wanting the residents to try something new. Mm-hmm. And first I had a few of those folks, some of the gents were like, that's not man food. And I said, you're going to love it. I promise. Just give it a try. So I'm always encouraging them to try something new also, because we're never yeah. too old to learn something new no. or to try something new or to go on an adventure. Yeah. And so, so did, the res- adventure. did the resident enjoy the Oh, dart? my gosh. <laughs> They're already asking, when can we go again? And I have wow. new residents since then. Yeah. Uh, you know that they said, hey, I heard y'all rode a train. And I said, boy, did we. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so once COVID's over, then I'll go ride that train again. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And we're so fortunate because today we actually went into a recovery phase three. Mm -hmm. And we get to start going on our mystery trips. And a mystery trip, we don't get off the bus. We go for a ride. You know, there's a lot of residents that aren't able to go out with families for whatever reason it might be. Mm -hmm. Or they might choose not to. Um, But they'll get on that bus because when they're on that bus for that mystery trip, they're being challenged. They have no idea where they're going. They have no idea where they're going. They'll get hints along the way. And then it's, you know, I'm working those brain cells. I want them thinking Mm -hmm. and moving with that body to get on the bus. So we go for that ride. They get hints along the way, and they have to guess where we're going and what we're doing. (laughs) So they're always being challenged. That's awesome. (laughs) So anyways, I love you, Lori Williams. I'm so grateful for this time with you today. I'm so thankful. I love you, too. And I'm so (laughs) thankful that you um, agreed to do the podcast. Yes, yes, thank you. And share all this great information and thank you all for listening as always you can go to my website if you you know need additional information or want to contact me maybe you want to find out about Rhonda and Pinewood Hills yes. I will help you with that <laughs> um, so my website's lauriwilliams-seniorservices.com thank you so much for listening and we will uh, talk to you next week thanks, thanks.